played guitar Jamming good with weird and gilly And the spiders from Hey everybody, welcome to our podcast The blazing intro Everyone's so pumped now No wonder Your soothing you voice has already put them to sleep I look so okay. sad yeah, it's visual jokes really work well in the, this medium. Yeah, maybe I'll uh, look away. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast. Should we get a new intro? I think we should start again. Okay. Let me start off because, you know, some of us don't have the radio skills to you know, handle this kind of uh, responsibility. Right. I mean, you have gone to college for this. Oh, yeah. Majors this, is in my, communications. this is what I got my degree in. I got my uh, BS in that. Radiology. All right, here we go. You ready? I'm about to bring the thunder. I'm ready. Hey, everybody, listen to Will and Annie in the morning. We got some uh, hits coming up for you today. Will, what we got for plan for the audience? What's our fart noise of the day? Well, here's our fart noise of the day. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's not. That was an elephant fart. Oh yeah. Oh, pass yeah. the pass the coke over. Are we shit? Do we go to a song yet? Go to a song and we'll do some coke. Go to a song. Go to a song. Oh. Monday, Monday. So good to ah. Alright, back in the show, back in the show. Feeling good, feeling fine. Woo! Just like Bowie doing cocaine over here. We're uh, getting really into cocaine on the podcast. Uh, we'll We're getting the character. Uh, strains of, of, of uh, cocaine. They come in strains, right? Yeah. A rich uh, we got cocaine. powder. We got sprinkles. It's great. By cocaine, we mean Krispy Kreme donuts. Mm. Don't judge us. Let's see and judge yourself. Jesus. The Bible. Mm. The Bible. The Holy Bible. All right. Okay, okay. Show is so, doing great. <laughs> let's launch into it, I guess. Yes, let's launch into it. Space. Space. Very timely theme. Because mm-hmm. what we're talking about today, we're talking about the rise and fall of Ziggy Stars and the Spiders from Mars. From and also, Mars. And also. Lou Reed's Transformer. And in addition to that, the Stooges. Yes, I call them the Stooges. I don't call them Iggy and the Stooges. It's the Stooges. Raw power. Raw, raw, power, power, power. Yes, raw power. Very, very spacey albums today. Uh, doesn't get much spacier than raw power. Mm-hmm. Very, mm-hmm. you know, up in the air. Not well, down to earth at all. Let's get into it. This is maybe the biggest album of Bowie's career, I would say. The most important one. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> biggest just, uh, just just in his transition into a, a Yeah, just star. the influence it had on his career. Just how it transformed him, basically. Where he started to really start playing characters instead of just being David Bowie. So, well, I have listened to this album many times before. Love it. Love it. Love it. What did you think about David Bowie's The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars? Question mark. What did you think about the David Bowie's album, The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders, and the spiders from Mars? From Mars? Question mark. Uh, what like did you think? Wait, wait, what did you oh, think of the album? I really want to know. You just keep being silent over there. I'm distracted. Are you going to tell me? Because you seem like you're going to say something, but you just keep pulling it back in. Listen, I just want you to tell me it's okay. Safe zone. It's not like Hunky Dory where I'm going to ambush you out of nowhere and attack you for having a completely wrong opinion. It's okay. Uh, It's okay to say. Just say what you feel. Well. I won't judge. I... <clears throat> it works really well when you dis- uh, interrupt me out of nowhere. Yeah, I, 
I'm sorry. I'm really not in the flow of things today, I guess. Very... It's the Coke. Un- unflowing. Yeah, maybe I should do some more. <sighs> well, that was a nice <clears throat> sigh of relief. Oh, I feel good, man. Feeling uh, really... fine, feeling fine. <laughs> I really liked the rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars. Who made the album? I don't know. You didn't say it. Hmm? You didn't say who made the album. You just said the title. I don't oh, know who you're uh, talking about. Sorry. We're talking mm-hmm. about three different artists today. That's, that's right. You have to be don't, very specific. Don't don't want people getting confused yeah. because... They all have very similar titles. Yeah. The other albums being Lou Reed's uh, Ziggy Stardust and Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars. And uh, First of all, it's Lou Reed's Transformer... Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stars and Spiders from Mars. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Please get it right. I'm an amateur, so. Yeah. An amateur. Amateur. Hey, you want to go to Brooklyn? Hey. Get some real fucking Brooklyn pizza? What's the hey. matter you? What's the matter you? I'm walking seven, here. Seven minutes into the album. Seven minutes into the, what are we, what is this called? Podcast? Album? A- episode program? Uh, yeah, episode program. Episodic program. We have yet to discuss the album. We've said the title several times, and we've said the uh, creator of the title uh, or mm-hmm. creator of the album um, a couple times. Maybe not as many times. So, do you feel like getting to the point? Well, because you keep on holding back uh, the podcast. I really want to hear what you have to say, but you just keep holding back. Well, like I said, I like this album. That's creepy. I don't understand what's creepy. Well, you're not explaining to the audience. Oh, sorry. I was having a hallucination. That's not what cocaine does to you. I think you're doing something else. Well, Well, it might be laced with something. We got novice here. Uh, Yeah, so I like this album. Uh, I liked a lot of it. Uh, I'm trying to get into the mood. Uh... Well, can I, I didn't. Uh, I, I should say that for this group of albums, I did not take any notes. I just wanted to kind of experience the music, pretty straightforward. So just kind of like put a, on. like you're at a fish concert. You know, you just wanted to experience it. Yeah, it's just just wash over me. You just, and, uh, and you got the experience. You went to Empty Field, put on the three albums, and started dancing around in your underwear. Well, well, what I did was I I dug a hole in the ground and I put the headphones in the hole. And then I put my head in the hole, so I sort of like fit the headphones over my head, so it was completely isolated. But I was in my underwear. Did you have a straw, though, to go through the ground so you could breathe? Well, yeah. I mean, it was a suicide attempt. I don't know. You have problems. You're doing coke on the air like a crazy person? I do coke to live, not to die. Is it something so you just could feel again? talk about that later mm. i don't really care about your problems now because we're in the show you know it's not really time to bring it up I'm trying to entertain the audience give them little factoids about dave bowie albums that we looked up on wikipedia they were our, too late our official source for the podcast oh yeah I should point out should we uh give a shout out to wikipedia our sponsor for today yeah yeah wikipedia uh Jimmy Wales presents Wikipedia, an encyclopedic website where you can find information on virtually anything, but not this podcast. Mm-hmm. Wikipedia, you know what it is. That's I guess the, it goes without saying. Yeah, that's the notes what they gave me. Because they figured no one knows what it is already now. All right. So you just liked it? You just like Ziggy Stardust? No, I liked it quite a bit. Um, Give I me... Pre- Give me the tracks that stood out to you. Tracks that stood out to me. Uh, yeah, what the, the track list? Um, Ladies and gentlemen, he doesn't have the track list in front of him for some reason. We have been talking about this album for ten minutes. He has yet to prepare for it. He's very disorganized. He's very slovenly looking today. Just not good. Very worried. But we'll do our best to entertain you, even though Will is apparently does not care about anymore. He's at the point where it's all over. So if I get a new co-host next week, don't be surprised. I'd say it's very, very likely. Uh, So I think what I liked about this album was that 
it really kind of hold holds together. It seemed like they were exploring a lot of um, just a sort of a lot of different rock uh, sounds, I guess. You know, kind of varying from from older some older rock sounds to to more you know modern of the time, I guess, and also some other kind of detours. Uh, kind of like the soul track soul love it's kind of uh soul love is an amazing song it's really good it's kind of funky i guess mm-hmm. it's, it's funk right how do you enjoy the saxophone of that song um hmm, not immediately coming to mind perhaps i should listen to an excerpt and wow. so love she kneels before the grave ah, the grave oh, yeah. son ah, gave a life a choosing whatever else comes next great song yeah really good um yes i would say most of the album is very diverse in its sound it's just fantastic everything's very varied i don't think i'd say not one song sounds similar to each other which is really nice yeah and and yet there's not so much drift that it feels really yeah it's it's all connected yeah i mean there's a story going on the album but you can kind of ignore it yeah it's a concept album. It's kind of a goofy concept. But it's a fun concept. It's very, yeah, very kind of uh, silly, almost, I guess. Yeah. Uh, well, it's kind of. But it a, takes itself seriously, too, in a way. Yeah. It's kind of a loopier nice. kind of sci fi, but still. How did you feel about the album opener of five years? That was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> Great drum opener. Yeah. Love that song. Yeah, the drums actually kind of stood out to me on this one because they seem kind of, I don't know, like there was a good beat going on in a lot of the songs, <laughs> um, especially in uh, the, the one cover in the album is uh, uh, It Ain't Easy, which is kind of a blues song. And it's it very ain't kind of easy. Forward. I it really, ain't easy. It ain't easy. Oof. Good song. Yeah. Good cover. Yeah, it's really good. Um and uh, not sure what else to say, really. Hello? We've gone very silent. This is disturbing. What do you mean? You, you can't think of anything else to say about the album. There's the only name about three, four tracks, maybe? And I believe there's 11 tracks. I'm not even looking at the track list. And this is from memory. Is it 11 tracks? Yes. Oh, okay. 11. So, what tracks haven't you named? We just, let's discuss them. You haven't named Moon Age Daydream. Don't even say anything. I'm going to name the ones that you haven't named. You haven't named Suffragette City. You haven't named the Tattooer song, Ziggy Stardust. You have not named Rock and Roll Suicide. You have not named. You have not named Star. You have not named Starman. Starman. You have not named Hang on to yourself. What are you doing with your life that you can get the fuck off and not remember every David Bowie song from this album? It's ridiculous. Well, I, I forgot that our podcast was primarily about listing the songs on an album. Yeah, you clearly did. Because this fucking album, I've listened to this three times this week because I fucking love this album so much. I want to drown in it. I don't even know how I could do that. But I want to drown in it. It's that good. I first listened to this album way back when I was like 17, 16 years old. And this was way back in the day when the way to download music was LimeWire. You remember LimeWire? I remember hearing of it. I'd never used it myself. Oh, it's fantastic. You had to wait 5, 10, 20 minutes to download one song. Hopefully it would download. You... And hopefully you get the right song because people would name the songs wrong. Like the Who's classic song, Baba O'Reilly, would be called American Wasteland. No, that's not what the fucking song is called. They don't God even say it. American Wasteland in the song. I believe they say Teenage Wasteland. Oh, boy. Oops. I named the I named the fake song worse than the actual people who named the fake song. Don't you feel embarrassed? I do not at all. I never named the fucking song American Wasteland or Teenage Wasteland. I named it the correct title. Yeah. I'm very nostalgic for those days. It's very sad. That missing days when LimeWire was available. 
It would take me 10, 15 minutes to find a song I wanted. I would download that song. Hopefully it would be the right song. And it'd be in really shitty quality. Like 128. If I was lucky. Uh, yeah. Would you ever download a song and then realize it was just like a track of whoever put it up just saying like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. I really wish that happened. That'd be great. I'd probably put that in my app and go, yeah. By the way, I had, was one of the first adopters of the i uh, i what's it called the i iPod, the I, iPod, i i pooed, I believe. All right, listen. Steve Jobs was a great individual, made great products for the whole nation to enjoy, and you just shit on his legacy. Do you feel great? Do you feel like a big man now? <clears throat> yes, actually, I feel very uh, masculine. Yeah. Now, would you do some? It really there? feels empowering to put someone down. Listen, why don't you do some more coke over there, right? Okay. The big boys are talking. You're just getting worse. Uh, but yeah, don't shun Steve Jobs. Is what I'm saying. I got the iPod. I think fourth, fifth generation. So I would put that on, just listen to it, get my jams on, run around the school hallways, going with my arms stretched, dancing to David Bowie. It was like it was in a wonderful music video. Everyone would just clap when I came by, like, "Oh, here comes Andrew!" Amazing. <laughs> Sure, they were clapping. They were clapping. They were smiling, big ass smiles, tears running down their eyes and cheeks. They seem to be. They seem to be doubled over for some reason. I don't know why. Mm. Yeah, I don't know why. I was wearing uh, sweatpants, a long gray T-shirt, long sleeves. Everyone, I look really cool. Is what I'm saying. So I don't know why people were making fun of me if they were. Yeah. I think it was the cool guy. Nothing wrong with that. You sound very slick. Yeah. I had slicked back hair too. And I had aviators on. And my uh Mark Echo sweatpants. What a great company, Mark Echo. How come you're not uh still wearing that to this day? I mean, it's not really a look that ties out. Oh I do, I just wear it uh when I go out. This is what you're seeing me wear now is my normal indoor clothes. Oh, when I, when so, I want to get so you, really fancy, you, you, you I'll put on my tie off when you go outside. Yeah, ditch the jacket. I ditch the jacket. I ditch the suit. I ditch my dress pants. I ditch my dress socks. Put on my Mark Echo sweatpants. My Mark Echo design uh, long sleeve t shirt. My Mark Echo shoes. Mark Echo eye bands, and I just go out and have a ball. And then I say, "Here, world, look at me now." I have made it, Ma. I finally made it. By the way, we're to uh, get back to Ziggy Stardust because I feel like we've gotten wildly off track for some reason. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, for, for some probably reason. Probably something you did. But yeah, I... I'm going to put this one on you. You can do that if you want. You'd be wrong. Like you always are. The same. Have you been right once? No. Think of it one time... I'll let the listeners... Think of one time you've ever been right. You can't even name one. We've already been uh, talking about this for 20 seconds now. And you can't name one time. Uh, well, I voted for the winning candidate in the last... last uh, and look where election. you got us. Four more years of That's Obama. True. Thank you, Will. Everyone... How does it feel to have Obamacare now, Will? My business is dying because of you. Well, then that that makes yeah. successful then. Because I, I had to pay health care fees. Do you know how much? Too much. I can't even begin to name you the price because I can't even think of it because I'm boiling with rage right now. I don't know if you can see my face because you're on the computer. But I'm pure red. Steam is coming out of my ears. I'm sweating profusely. And your nose. I have a washcloth going across my face 24-7. So thanks a lot, Will. I'm very angry now. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. You're a nice fucking jerk you are. You're a nice fucking jerk. So, Ziggy Stardust. Let's get back to it. I love this album, as I said before. Pretty much every track on here is gold. Gold. I think the only one I don't really care for is It Ain't Easy. 
it's good, but I don't think it's a great cover. Really? Hmm. I don't know. I thought it was a really uh, well-produced cover. Uh, oh, no, it's definitely a good song. I just don't think it's just, great. Every yeah. other song on the album I would call great. It's definitely the song I easily listen to the least. The hardest part is picking my favorite song. Because it's always between Moon is Dream, Starman, Suffragette City, maybe Rock and Roll Suicide, and either Soul Love or Five Years. Those are my six favorites. That's most of them. Uh, yeah, a good half of it. What would you say is your favorite song that you listen to? Um, I'm just kind of going through some of the tracks and trying. Here, to let me remind you of Moon Age Daydream. They sound like. I'm an alligator. I'm a mama papa coming for you. Remember that song? Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, I like that. Soul Love, Starman. I don't remember the exact lyrics when it starts with Starman. I just know the la 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 la. Oh oh oh. La 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 la. Love you to this day. When's that song coming back? Seems like he should probably be in his mid 80s because that's when he's just fucking picking at straws. So, and, uh, I'm curious, his, in his mid-80s career, is it like a typical uh, mid-80s where he gets like really all electronic and really No, weird? nothing's really weird. It's just terrible. It's very bland. Oh, oh that's It's very bland. That's the one that gets really bad. We'll get to that. Those are the Dark Ages, David Bowie. I say there's like, mm. let's see, Tonight, Never Let Me Down, the two Tin Machine albums, and half of Let's Dance are terrible. So we have about four and a half albums of crap to get through. So get ready for that. Uh, for some reason, I'm finding a, a, a David Bowie album titled Let's Dance. Just the idea of that kind of funny. Uh, yeah, it's, well, that's when he gets... Uh, like that's his music last music album where he really cancel. is still with the mainstream kind of, where he's getting... He gets kind of the what's going on with the vibe. Because most of his albums are very prescient. Like, he always seems like he's two steps ahead. Let's Dance is kind of... The last one for a good while, where he's uh, two steps ahead. After that, it's like he gets dementia. He's confused where he is. He needs help finding his seat. Yeah, he he's like, his pants. no, Mr. Boy over here. Oh no, I bloody am. Oh, uh, Sharon. He's married to Sharon Osbourne, right? Yeah, I think mm. so. He and Ozzy Osbourne are the same person. It's just, it's, it's just another character uh, they put on, right? Met so many albums. I don't know where it begins or where it ends. Five years? Mate? All right. So that was Ziggy Stardust and Spiders from Mars. Let's give me, give me your final um, thought. Would you listen to this album again? Oh, wait. Let me answer for you. Yes. Absolutely. Now you can answer uh, my, it, it, yeah, I would absolutely listen to this album again. I definitely liked it a lot. Um, I think at this point, having only listened to it, you know, twice or so, uh, I still almost kind of prefer Hunky Dory a little bit. Uh, I don't think Hunky Dory kind of congeals in the way that Ziggy Stardust does, but there are just a couple of tracks on Hunky Dory that really stand out to me. Um, as being really strong, and so I kind of gravitate a little bit toward, more towards it. Well, I think it's uh, comparing the both albums. There's like just they're so fucking high quality. These are like two albums yeah. that any musician would die to have in their career. Like to have two of them in a row is crazy. And guess what? He's gonna have three of them in a row. Get ready for mm. Aladdin Sane, my friend, because it's a fucking amazing album. Uh, that's so much after that for an album two a little bit of a downward spiral we'll see we'll see how you feel about that hmm. all sounds very interesting but yeah I love Hunky Dory too it's hard to uh, pick and choose for the best David Bowie albums for me uh, I'm curious how you're going to feel about when we get to the Berlin Trilogy your taste has been very Celtric so far I can't predict it <clears throat> very, very what? Re repeat that Sel How do you Celtric? say it? Celtric? Electric? Electric. Celtric? 
Yeah. Eclectic? Eccentric? Eclectic? Eclectic. Oh my god. Sorry. Listen, you don't need to be that desperate to get some I code, think that right? was your job. There's some standards. Yeah. That you can just, you know, abide by. Put the coke down. Yes. Sorry. All right. That, that was Ziggy Stardust and the Spider to Mars. I give it five bowies out of five. How many bowies would you give it? I think I would give it 4.5 bowies out of five. Uh, I think... I think you we'll get a little bit more technical. And uh, reconsider it yeah. after. I think you get a little bit more technical. Is it more hours. like a 4.67, 4.77? Mm, maybe 4.5.05. I think you go a bit higher than that. You think you'd round that up at least? 4.51? 4. Yeah. No? You're refusing? Mm, I don't know. I'm comfortable with it. I'm not going to sit here and judge. I will. I've been thinking about it. You know, all week. When did you start listening to this album? Going over me, the reading. Get something clear for the listener, for your listening habits. When did you start listening to this album? Like Jesus the day Christ. before yesterday. I've been listening to this album for eight, seven years. I don't know how old I am anymore. Eight, seven years. You listen to it. 87 years? 87 years. And you listen to it in two days. Congratulations. You win. Thank you. Let's get to our next album, shall we? Yes, let's. Let's mix it up. That's our next album. Uh, I believe uh, Lou Reed's Transformers came before Iggy and the Stooges' album. Let me make sure about that. I believe that's correct. Yes, I am correct because I'm smart. Uh, actually, a couple of months, which is weird. I was expecting it to be a little more later. Huh. And uh, let's see. And they're recorded very closely to each other, too. About a month apart. Uh, Rob Power came out on February 7th, 1973. Cool date. Pretty cool date. And Transformer came out. Unremarkable. Excuse me? You were saying? An unremarkable date. Unremarkable, thank you. It's not quite as remarkable as, say, February 12th. What's Lincoln's birthday? What's the special? Who's the birthday? Abraham Lincoln's. What did he do? I don't know who he is. Is he one of your friends? No. He had some minor success. Oh, was he like a relative of yours or something? He opened up like a business or something? Yeah. What what did he He do? He was a wealthy slave owner. (laughs) Oh, okay. Oh, I know this guy. Didn't he have like a log cabin business? He's hired a bunch of slaves to carry his logs around or something? Yeah. Wasn't he uh, famous for being really uh, intolerant of them? Just whipping them back and forth? Well, yeah, I was. He was with really, really my whip back and forth. I whip my whip back and forth. Kind of hit hit people with his hat. Yeah. It was a big, heavy hat. Oh, that's why we had. Oh, I know who this guy. This guy's the statue, right? Yeah. In Washington D.C., he has the two yeah, slaves like, at his side at the on a seat, and they're kind of yeah. uh, uh, cleaning his shoes. Yeah, they're polishing his shoes. And he has like a smug smile on his face, like, "Yeah, I win." It's a pretty horrible statue. Yeah, I don't know. Why, why would we build this statue? Well, with different times. Yeah, you know, the 1950s were a weird decade. Yeah. Mr. Sandman yeah, was a big those, hit. All those black people came up to it to protest it. Yeah. They were like, this statue is offensive to us. Martin Luther King Jr. had a big speech about it. I had a dream the statue was removed because what the fuck, America? What the fuck? And we never did it. No. Yeah. They basically just mocked Martin Luther King right in the face. And they put a new paint job on it. Yeah. Black. Made him extra white. Oh. The whole statue, the whole monument's black now. It's really weird. You can't even mm. see it at night. All the marble kind of blends in together, so you can't even see any details. It's just like a big amorphous blob. And you sure they didn't just put a big garbage bag over it? No, I don't think you can do that, because it's kind of Pit in the chair, you had to only cover his head, which would be even weirder if you have like two black guys polishing some guy with a garbage bag over his head. That just begins yeah, a weird that's... sexual feeling in that. Yeah, veering in a strange yeah. fetish territories. Not, not that you know. Not that it, that's wrong. That. I think we're all for it. Well, we're yeah. just not publicly for it. I think America's right. ready for it, though. Yeah, America's ready for. So, Bob, if you're listening to this, which I know you are, build that. What, what, what are we talking about again? Um, 
a statue with a bag over its head. Yeah. Make that the official American monument. I want it on my money. Mm-hmm. So that was an odd tangent. I think we should delete that. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it sounds on the second listen. Uh, let's talk about Lurid's Transformer. Why are we talking about these two albums? Because David Bowie produced them, both of them. Produced? Yes. Well, it, it it's it's kind of funny. They seem a little um the the David Bowie's production credit on uh Raw Power seems a little different than than maybe his production on on Transformer was. Shall we get more into uh, Raw Power when we get into that? Cuz it feels like sure. most of what we're talking about is going to be that. We'll hold off on that one. Yeah. So calm the fuck down. Cool your engines, Flyboy. Let's talk about Louis Transformer. Now, Will, are you familiar with uh, musician Lou Reed? Uh, and, and until recently, not not really. Until he died, I was not really. Uh, I definitely heard the name Lou Reed before. You weren't I even aware that. he existed, and he I, pretty I much shaped that. rock and roll forever. I heard that he had an album called Transformer. Huh. Have Nothing you heard of the Velvet Underground? One of the I most important of. bands in the history of mankind. I'd heard of them. Have you of? even listened to one of their albums? Uh, that would be no. I had not. Uh, stay tuned. We're going to be uh, little Andy Warhols getting into uh, Velvet Underground. Ten white dudes. That, uh, that'll be our next podcast. About, yeah. Little Warhols. Do you know who Andy Warhol is? He, he was that guy um, played by David Bowie in, in the film Basquiat. I believe. No, no, it was that guy played by uh, Bill Hader in the movie Men in Black Three. Oh, yeah, I remember that great movie. <clears throat> yeah, based on a true story too, because he was actually played by he was actually an alien. Yes, was, well, was he an alien in the movie or was he an undercover agent? I don't even remember. All, all this possible. That was not a good movie. We'll get more into the Men in Black franchise later on in the podcast. We'll have a whole the de- section on them. But let's talk about Louis Transformer. The floor is yours. Oh. I ha- uh, I left the floor open. You haven't stepped in it yet, but I'm allowing you to step in. I've mushed myself aside. Had a little space open for you. Just waiting for you to get in there and start orating all over the place. So just any moment you feel like you want to step in, go ahead. You don't even have to wait for me to finish talking. Just go right in. I'll be right over here just waiting for you to open your mouth. Just get in there. Like, you don't have to be scared. You mean you can just walk right in. I mean, it's right here. We're in a <laughs> I mean, safe place. It up so We're in a safe I'm place. A you don't have to be scared. Well, it's okay. So go right ahead. Speak your mind. Safe place. Just open your mouth. Well, I... Also, really like Transformer by Lou Reed. Uh, so that's all you had to say. I gave you this great introduction, and you just wasted it. I, yeah, well, I wasn't really planning it out. Okay, I'll 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 see the floor some more. Keep going. Well, this album's really good. Um, yeah, having not uh, really, I think at one point I listened to some Lou Reed track or something, and I was not really into his voice at the time. Uh, he has a very D- different way of speaking. It, it's very uh, it, uh, it, um, unique, almost. Yeah. I don't want to call it. I don't want to call it monotone exactly. It's sort of like uh, your daddy kind of Bob dry. Dylan's voice. Yeah, uh, it, it kind of reminded me of uh, Leonard Cohen. Yeah, um, it's more sing songy though. Like you get yeah, it's more melodic. Definitely, he definitely has. Yeah, he he'll go into that kind of range <laughs> of actually, you know, really vocalizing a lyric or whatever but i listened to this album and i liked it a lot i i really kind of the the voice really clicked with me and i know you are are you are you are a huge mystery science theater 3000 fan are you not that is true words is your mind blown when you got to track seven satellite of love uh well actually i'd heard the song before Uh, well hang on hang on before you said you had no knowledge of the read. 
Barely heard his name before. Now apparently you know, you're an expert on him. So what's what, what is yes, it? That's pick, exactly what I claim. Pick a story. I am the world's foremost Lou Reed expert, having listened to Satellite of Love. Only. So do you like Satellite of Love? Yes. It's a good song. I love that song. Bowie does uh, backing vocals on that, if I recall correctly. I did not know that. Uh, let me make sure. I'm pretty sure he does. Alright, so it's calm. It's more. Brum. Brum. No! Hedwig, no! Hedwig, no! Hey, you're a wizard! Harry, what are you doing? <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, I haven't laughed that hard in years. Good stuff. Okay. I lost my place. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure Bowie does backing vocals in Transformer. Maybe a couple of her songs. I think at least one of her songs. But definitely in Love. And get, do the chorus right now. Do, 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 do. do. Satellite of love. Ah. Yeah, he does backing vocals in that. That was a very accurate impression. Yeah. I, I believe it. Great song. Uh, uh, there was there was a... <laughs> there were actually two moments I'd like to point out um, pertaining to my experience listening to this album. Uh, the first was uh, during Perfect Day, which I'd only heard before... Commercials? From those... PlayStation 4 commercials, n- not realizing that the actual source of the song. <laughs> so I was sort of taking it back, listening to it, and and uh, sort of listening to you know his kind of kind of almost atonal vocals, and I was just like listening to these lyrics that are really kind of happy, although they're apparently very kind of sarcastic since yeah. it's a song about heroin. But I was kind of sitting there, I was like, "What the fuck am I listening to?" <laughs> In a good way, because it's a really good song. And I it's a such a perfect day. I wish I could have spent with you. Oh, such a perfect day. Not exactly the lyrics. Oh, it's such a perfect day. You wish you could have mine. You wish you could have mine. 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 Uh, the second moment was uh, listening to Walk on the Wild Side, which is a <laughs> song, I guess, about uh, <laughs> cross-dressing mm-hmm. and, and other things. And, and Very glam. From, yeah, it's it's very, you know, not not quite appropriate for children. And they play yeah. during a, the Simpsons episode where they go to Duff Gardens. They have people, like, singing... Uh, I, I think it's that episode. I don't think it's in that episode. I know what episode you're talking about. Or is about. it the one where they're watching the Super Bowl or something? Uh, is that the one? But it, it, can we talk about Is this a Simpson episode where they uh, Homer goes to Super Bowl with that guy, Fred Willard? No, I don't think so. Oh, God, I think this was terrible. actually it might have been that Thanksgiving episode where um, Bart runs away. No, I, I can't think it's that one. But I, I haven't right, seen it in a while. Would, that's way. That's really too early in the career, the show's career, for them using a license, something like that. I think that's second season. Perhaps. But By the way, you're listening they, to uh, you're talking Simpsons to me. You're talking Simpsons to to me. Hey, you're talking Simpsons to me, Brooklyn. I O. Let's just steal that bit from the other podcast. I don't know what podcast no, it is. None will be the wiser. No one's listening to this. Is it a homage or a theft? It sounds like theft know. now. Yeah, clearly people aren't listening to it because we got away with playing licensed music in the last episode. I don't, did we uh, play? I haven't even listened to it yet. Oh, you didn't? No, it was too. I didn't download it, and I was running out of uh, my data plan was running out, so I couldn't even download it. it was oh. Very sad. Well, you should uh, definitely give it a listen. Was that how long was that episode? Mm, 110 minutes or so, or not 110 minutes, hour 10 minutes. Is it said that I don't want to be be bothered to listen to it? And I don't think anyone else is going to feel like to be bothered to listen to it. Sure, not by listening to it eventually. You all should listen to it if you're listening to this still. 
for some reason. Oh, yeah. uh, our, our, by the way, our uh, number of downloads for the first episode have also gone up. I believe we're at 62 or so. That's pretty cool. Not too bad. That's more than I was expecting. I thought we'd get like, nothing for a while. It's a, a whirlwind success. I'm going to call it whirlwind. Or success. What would you call it? Uh, what's what's the word you would use for just existing, just being there? That's what, that's what I would use. Than being there, I think it's just being there right now. There. How about there? Just there. It's there. Mm. Okay, let's talk. What other songs did you like on uh, Transformer? What other songs did I like yeah. on, on the album? We only talked about "Side of Love" and "Walking the Wild Side." Yeah, "Walking the Wild Side." Uh, the opening. Oh, track. perfect day. We talked about perfect day. Yeah, perfect day. Vicious. Uh, yeah. Great guitar really, right there, too. Yeah, there's really no songs on the album I really didn't like. Um, New York Telephone Conversation. Yeah, it's very really silly. kind of different. It wouldn't work yeah. outside the album, that song. No, it's 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 kind of amusing. Yeah. But, yeah. Isn't there that, that little bit he does where he just gets in a really falsetto voice near the end? Uh, I'm not sure. When he's, like, uh, pretending to telephone conference, I think. Maybe. I don't remember. It's a good. It's a good song. It's a uh, good song. Is playing it a little bit much. It's all right. Yeah, acceptable. Yeah, it's in the context that Alma works. Yeah, because if you start picking it apart, then it doesn't work. Yeah, it's certainly not a single. Yeah, like "Good Night Lay" is also a good song. That would like. There's a lot of songs that work really outside the album. They need the context to really work. Yeah, I think that's how it works for most albums. At least for me. Because like, I can't stand listening to Grace Hits albums and they just listen to the like, singles out of context. Yeah. That shit drives I, I, me crazy. I can listen to stuff out of context, but the Greatest Hits albums don't, I don't know. Yeah, those bother me. Don't, especially don't quite appeal to especially me. people who go, what's your favorite album? Oh, my favorite album's The Who Greatest Hits. No. Yeah. No, it's not. That's not an album. That's a compilation made by a studio. It's definitely something... Uh, I, I remember making a... When I was young, making a list of favorite albums, even though I had barely listened to any albums. <laughs> and one of them was the Men in Black soundtrack. One of them was Queen Greatest Hits, uh, <laughs> which really, I don't know. Were there any soundtrack uh, albums in there? Possibly. One of them was uh, Carmina Burana, the, the the Gregorian vocal chant. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait, what? How old were you? Uh, I was probably like, 12 or so. And one of your favorite albums of all time was yeah, the Gre- I was a pretty stupid kid. But the Gregorian chant. Oh, that blows my mind. Very, very dramatic music. <laughs> Everyone would We just go listen to, did you have like a little Walkman with you? And you just had the Gregorian chants playing with you as you're in the bus? Yeah, that would be fun. You're like, people would be listening to, you know, normal stuff like Nas. And for 12, how old are you now-ish? Give me an estimate. Uh, I'm I'm anywhere from 20 to 30 years old. Okay, so you're 90s, mid 90s. So people are listening to Nas. I don't even know what else came out in the 90s. Actually, it would be uh, in this time. It would probably be around 2002. Wait, what? Oh yeah, man, we're old. Yeah. God damn. So you just people are listening to Limp Bizkit. Mate, oh, I think you might have a better deal out of this. People listen Limp Bizkit, Nickelback. Oof, that was a dark. That was actually a really dark time for music around that time. Yeah, that was really you know Gregorian chants my only option or uh, alternative really. Are hitting the streets. Gotta get that nookie. The what? You can take that cookie. The nookie. So you can get the cookie and stick it up your. What? Stick it up your. What? Stick it up your. Ass. Oh. Great mm. song. Elegant. Uh, we should talk. We should start a new pocket uh, podcast. What's, should we call it about Limp Biscuit? Uh, like limping it with limps. Limp Biscuit are uh, early in the morning with Limp Biscuit. Biscuits and gravy. All right, let's talk about Transformer. Oh, did we finish talking about Transformer? No, we didn't. What? Will? Yes. We've been talking for so long, but I haven't asked you. Would you listen to Transformer again? I have listened to Transformer again, and I think I'll continue to do so. Oh, snap. 
So would it be safe to say you love this album? Uh, pretty close, I'd say. Oh, I don't I really said my be thoughts on it. Seeking out more Lou Reed and Velvet Underground albums. Uh, I would recommend for you next uh, Loaded. That's a good beginner for Velvet Underground. Oh, uh, actually, a mutual friend of ours uh, suggested I listen to Lulu, uh, which I believe will be up next. No, why is uh, he recommending you Lulu? Don't do it. Don't do it. He may he, have had ulterior motives. He was fucking with you. It's the not a good album. That's Lutalica, isn't it? Yes. Ah, oh, Jesus. Yeah, no. Don't. Don't do that. I would not recommend it to my enemy, which is you. Yes. Well, I just kind of assumed. Uh, but I love Transformer. I have listened to this album multiple times. Maybe even bordering on five. Hmm. Actually, probably more than that. Let's do countless to name. But for most albums I love, I listen to them pretty much over and over again. I'll come back to them a few months ago. This shit is great. Shit is the shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just getting back, because when we're doing this podcast, I've been getting back into the album. I haven't listened to it in a while. So I always have like a nice little period of six months where I kind of take a hiatus from it. Then come right back into it. Cozy up. Yeah. Just get nice and cozy. Relapse, just Relapse, so to speak. Yeah. It's like a perfect day. So I, we give Transformer five Bowies out of five. Sure, it sounds about right. Let's talk about Raw Power, the album by the Stooges. You mean uh, Iggy and the Stooges? Iggy and the Stooges. Raw Power. Raw Power. Well. Raw Power! I'm not sure where you stand on this album. Uh, I have to say that it really didn't work for me. Hmm. Why is that? I don't know. Maybe I just... uh, Maybe I don't like, like punk music much. I'm not sure. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Not I'm gonna say right here. Experience with punk music. I love punk music. One of my favorite albums in the last ten years is uh, Tyrannicus the Monitor, and Fucked Up's uh, David Comes to Life. Two of the best albums I've probably ever listened to in my life. Great, great albums. If you haven't listened to them, do it right now, audience. Not you, Will. You don't deserve to listen to them because you're terrible. But you should have started to listen to his albums when you have a chance. They're really good. Noted. Uh, but why don't you enjoy the punk rock? Is it because it doesn't have the smooth uh, rhythms of Gregorian chant? Uh, that that might be. Uh, the soothing rhythms of <laughs> very, you know, the uh, I don't know. It's just uh, all very seemed very. It just didn't really it wasn't exactly pleasing to listen to I, there was a couple songs on here i did i, I do like the opening track um, search and destroy y- yeah which is probably the most punk on the album it's probably yeah. the loudest well i thought that had you know well the, the album definitely has energy that track had energy the others what did you they were think really about the slower songs it. like uh, give me danger that's probably my favorite song of the album give me danger yeah, uh, I don't know. It just all seemed to give kind me of... danger, a little stranger, and I'll give you a tease. Give me danger, little stranger, and I'll feel your disease. There's nothing in this life, just some ugly memories. Kiss me like the ocean breeze. Great song. Why oh, didn't it work for you? Uh, I don't know. There's, I guess, I'm certainly not an expert on pop, on punk music, uh, but it seems like there's not, it's not very melodic, which may be an issue. I don't know. I'm mean, not that you know. Half well, I think uh, if it's not melodic. Did you listen to the Bowie mix or the Iggy Pop mix? That's a very important distinction. I'm pretty sure I listened to the David Bowie mix. I compared the first uh, Search and Destroy tracks to the to each there was definitely mix. a difference. I love the Bowie mix. I like the Iggy Pop mix. I like it loud, but I don't like that kind of uh, takes away from Bowie's mix. Bowie's mix has a little bit more range, where uh, Pop just kind of threw everything in and yeah. made it loud as hell. Which I enjoy, but it's not as good as Bowie's mix. Oh, so uh, going back to the um, 
how how involved David Bowie was in the produce, producing these two albums. Uh, in the case of Raw Power, it seems to me that, or it seemed to look like uh, from what I read, that the album was really not recorded with David Bowie as a producer, and they only brought it to him because Iggy Pop didn't know how to actually mix an album. Yeah, they they threatened to pull the album, yeah, the uh, record. So he was really only involved in the kind of mix of it, not really in the direction of the songs, you know, and how they, just the kind of musical, musicality of them. It's all very, seems like kind of a pure. This is important though in Bowie's career because Ziggy Pop's probably one of the most important people in Bowie's life. Yeah. Mm. You'll see more as it goes along. They, uh, Iggy Pop and uh, Bowie go to Berlin together, and they have abscond for a couple of years together. Dude's getting wild times. There's some crazy shenanigans. There's an amazing part of the book where they go into a hotel room when they're recording low, and in a hotel room, uh, Bowie's convinced there's a ghost in the room. So I think he has Brian Eno or someone else sleep in that room, which is the best thing I've ever heard in my life. I really want to be there just watching Bowie get scared by a ghost. Oh, get out of there, mate. I see you floating about. Oi, I'll sign up for this. I'll quarter number one albums in two countries. Oi, what about Guinness? I was picturing more of a like, uh, Brian, there's this, there's a ghost in my room. Can you sleep in here tonight? Thanks. A little kid. <laughs> And I'm like pulling his blanket. Brian, could you sleep in here tonight? I really don't want to sleep in here. There's a ghost. I don't want to deal with it. If you know what I mean. That ghost. Thanks, Brian. I'll see you in the morning, sleepyhead. Sing him a lullaby. I prefer my David Bowie. I think it's more accurate to the character. Hmm. Agree to disagree. Hmm. Oi! What you doing here? What I got about? Trying to record. Whoa! Speed of sound, mate! I oh. don't like the direction your music is taking! Oh, blood hell! Brian, you know that you? It's me, the ghost of Jacob Marley! My old business partner! Mate, what are you doing here? Should you be back in hell? I'm here to show you Christmas past! I don't sound like Christmas, mate. Atheist. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, that's very easy to forget. I don't mention it a lot. Another kind of who likes to brag about it, you know? You want a Guinness? Sure. Alright, let's get drunk like the old days, mate. Two hours later. Oh, Jacob, you sure could drink. But you sure can take it. I'm gonna Once kill you again. So wasted. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you again. Just go into the sweet afterlife, mate. Big boy's kind of a sick person. Mm. Mm. So, Rob Power, uh, what songs did you like from it besides "Search and Destroy"? Uh, that's really the only one that kind of stood out to me as what I really liked. Uh, you didn't like uh, Rob Power, the t- the t- the, t- the titular track? Let me listen to a little bit of it. It has this really great opening. Goes, it sounds like almost like the opening to take uh, taking care of business. Oh yeah, that song. I thought that song was alright. Don't need to be something I only I did only listen to this album once, so this is really just all my initial impression. Didn't go really too deep. It's not an album that really um, you really like an initial listen to. It's very hard to listen to. Yeah, and I'm sure it's taken like, me a while to warm up to it. Yeah, maybe having more context to it, yeah. it would be more enriching. Even then, I don't love it that much. I like it a lot because I'm a big fan of uh, the Stooges. Funhouse is probably one of the best albums of all time. Uh, it's their previous album before this, they broke up for a couple of months and then they got back together. Or they didn't break up, or they just had a really shitty time together. Because basically, just drunk, fucked around, did a lot of drugs. Fucked. It was very uh, tumultuous time in their career. Sounds pretty punk appropriate. Mm-hmm. 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 
Oh man, you know what's great? Listening to a bunch of mm-hmm. Mm. I love listening to mm-hmm. Been making sure to leave them all in the final mix yeah. of the podcast. Oh, God. I hate listening to that. Uh, okay, so I like the Stooges. You don't. You're so terrible. Fun. I'm great. Sounds like the show in a nutshell. Uh, so, well, how many Bowies would you give uh, Raw Power? Uh, I'd probably give it two out of five. Maybe 2.5. Tough, tough customer. Mm. I give it either a four or three point five. Four and four, because I like good majority of the album. All right, so that was raw power. That was transformer. That was David Bowie's "The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust" and the spiders from Mars. What else do we have to talk about here tonight, Will? Well, what? else i hadn't planned for anything um we've already acknowledged our sponsor maybe we, uh, we have do, more spo- we i have it. another sponsor oh but well, we'll get to it later what else oh. do we have to do uh hmm all right the dead air is coming on there now you're the, oh, you're the line producer today come on dead air is our one of our sponsors giving them an acknowledgement I don't see that on uh, my chart here. Mm. Are you trying to make a joke? Listen, we don't joke about sponsorship. This is a very sick show. So, if we discuss our albums. What's on the schedule for next week? What is that? Oh, <laughs> I believe you're the one with the uh, scheduling power. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the next album is David Bowie's Aladdin Insane. Pun. Aladdin Insane. Clever. <laughs> Shut up. And now here is where I am curious what you want to do. Because there's a couple of ways I want to go with this. Either we could do that and watch David Bowie's Cracked Actor, a documentary when he was really fucked up on drugs. It sounds amazing. I have never watched it yet. I'm very excited to. Or do you want to listen to another David Bowie album? Uh, I'd say we should watch that documentary because that sounds kind of interesting. It fits it into the context of where he is with Aladdin Saint, and it kind of gets into where he goes on from there on. So, David Bowie's Cracked Actor and David Bowie's Aladdin Saint will be on schedule for next week. I don't think we need anything else. I don't think he did anything. We didn't talk about uh, uh, what's called All the Real Boys. All the all, all the, the real all the boys love Mandy Lane. Uh, 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 all the true dudes, all the little dudes, all the big dudes, all the thin white dudes, all the thin white dudes, uh, all the young dudes, all the young dudes care the news. Shaka Boodoo. Is it called the young dudes? Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, uh, that's a song Bowie produced. I think yeah, he wasn't lyrics, it so. intended to go on Hunky Dory. Or, I don't remember. They went to M- Mott the Hoople. Yeah. Pretty good. Good Fam- song. A famous song. Yeah. I prefer the lyrics, but the vocals by Mott the Hoople on that song than Bowie's. Bowie's uh, version of that was good. Hmm. I'm not sure what version I've heard. I'm pretty sure you've heard Mott's version. That's a more famous version. Uh, so, that's it for today, this week. Let's get to our sponsor. Will. Who was our sponsor today? Oh, no, wait. You don't know. Because I have the sheet right in front of me. Let me just look at my sheet. I'm currently going online to see who our sponsor is this week. Not, uh, what? Rio 2. That's our sponsor. Apparently, it's not doing too well in the theaters, and they want to sponsor it. Rio 2. Uh, yeah. Summarize the plot of Rio 2 for us. Uh, have you seen the movie Rio? I have not seen the movie Rio. It takes place after the movie Rio. Oh. Ah, that's probably all we really need to know. Yeah. Uh, the plot of Rio 2 is this as follows. Uh, what's his name? Jesse Eisenberg and the bird he fell in love with in the end of the first movie fucked and had kids. Mm. And now it turns out they're not the last. scream? Graphic. This is very graphic. Ooh. 
Like, you wouldn't even believe. Mm-hmm. Just, like, 70 minutes of just two birds fucking. And then a couple of black jokes. It's very off-putting. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, quite a cocktail. Ooh. High five for that one, buddy. I didn't even get that, did you? Was that unintentional? Hmm? You said, what a cocktail. And that was that was right out of my head. I just was saying high five, buddy, for that one. You even high five me. Oh. Oh. Was that intentional or was that unintentional? Uh, unintentional? <laughs> I, yeah, because... I, I never leave a high five or down. Because, uh, you know, Bird, during this movie, you said cocktail. Oh, cockatiel. Fucking idiot. So let's talk about Rio 2. The birds have gotten married. They got a Christian wedding, as per usual custom. They have two kids. They're living in the Rio, I assume. And then they're off to go find the female bird's parents. For some reason. They could stay in the Rio. Instead, they go into the forest. Who knows? We know. Let's do a scene from Rio 2, the burdening. This is the scene where Jules, that's the bird, the female bird's name, Jules. And then the boy's name, Jesse Eisenberg's name is, uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Three of two, IMDb. This uh, ad copy uh, doesn't seem very informative. Book smart Bia. Wait, no, it's a kid. Uh, blue. That's blue. Blue. Jesus Christ. Yeah, blue. What a great movie, right? I don't think you're yet. They'll kill us. All right, let's do scene where. Jules is trying to convince Blue to go to the rainforest instead of staying in the city. They raise their children or whatever. Play the scene, Nick. Will. Uh, <clears throat> hey, Blue. Hey, what up, yo? We got off going rainforest. Well, why are we blood doing that? Well, we got to find my parents. Oh, I thought your parents were dead, mate. No. Apparently, I've uh, been alive the whole time. But very, very uh, angry. What day did you get invited to a wedding? Well, you separated from the men, eh? Well, well, well your parents, you know. Ah, yo, mate, you don't gotta tell me about that, mate. I, mean, I haven't seen my mom and dad. Those fucking blokes. Well, well no part perfect. Hey. Should we go fuck man? Yeah, man. Let's make some more. Let's make some more baby. Hey, we're trying to have a conversation here. Get your bloody bitches out of here. Hey, man. This is Rio. We talk like this all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are those birds, bloody hell? Oh, I, I don't know. They're, uh, oh. They're very racist, you know. They seem like a very stereotypes. Hey, you bumbleclots, get out of here, man. Very unconvincing accents. Hey, who you got another convincing man? You get that that here? Ay ay ay! Rio, oh, it's a great oh, movie. <laughs> I'll tell you the real reason we got out of the rainforest. Go go to the rainforest. Get away from these bloody Jamaicans. Oh, these Jamaicans are all everywhere now. How we know where they bloody came from? Bloody immigrants. Hey, you go to the city, man. You tell us you see Jamaicans here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jamaica, Rio. Oh, Rio too. Great movie. Now in theaters. Hmm. Uh, they sound like they have a quite diverse cast. They have very Englishmen and uh, Jamaicans. Seems like the, the rounds up Rio's budget was running kind of low, so they got yeah. the same person to do the four voices. <laughs> Yeah. Well, what do you think the Jamaicans were birds, or what were they? Yeah, it wasn't very clear. Yeah, they didn't. Uh, oh, I see it. Oh, I don't want to say it. It's very racist. Hmm. Really? Like I saw the picture, I'm like, oh, I really don't want to say it. It's, uh, it's not not a good way to go if you're making a movie. Were they were they blackbirds? 
worse. It's a different kind of animal. I'm not even going to say it. I'm very disappointed in the movie for doing this. Let's just say they we evolved from them. Oh, fish. Oh, yeah, yeah, fish. Black fish. fish. Hey, man. Yeah, you're swimming about here. Yeah, yeah. You bumper claw. <laughs> Good times. Indeed. So this was this week's episode. Thank um, you for listening. Thank you, I guess, if you're still listening. Did we get any uh, uptick in listeners for the last one? Uh, no uptick. I'd say we're probably holding reasonably steady. Uh, if, like uh, nine? Huh? Nine? Uh, yeah. Eleven Ooh. or so downloads for the most recent episode. That's not bad. Yeah. We're doing pretty good. We're on a roll. We're on a roll, baby. Yeah. It's... Then White Dude's going to take over the world. Sponsorships rolling in. Mm-hmm. Lots of... Lots of Rio Two, big big sponsor. That's like a million dollar movie right there. It's a huge one. Yeah, it's like a, a almost a, a million and a half dollar movie. Why not, right? Oof. We hit the big time. Well, we hit the big time. So, do, uh... do you want to wrap the show up? You can. I'll let you have the last word. Oh, okay. Because well... you kept refusing to speak during most of the episode. I kept giving you option to speak. As you know, we speak in a big atrium. And we have the middle of the room that's open to speak. You refuse to step into it several times. I offered. I stood aside. Go, Will, get into the middle of the atrium. You refused. And I kept saying, Will, come on, buddy. Let's go. Chop, chop. Kept snapping my fingers. Clapping my hands. Nothing would get you to move. It's very frustrating. And look, you're not saying anything right now. You're standing there. Dumbfounded. Ugh. Should I just end the episode if you're not going to do this? Uh, go Jesus ahead. Christ. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. Because clearly you're just afraid and you just need to let it out. Go ahead. This has been the episode. Uh, that's a very terrible... Here, I'll end it. That's been the episode. Goodbye! Walking up, walking up, Oh, hey, guys. You listen to The Thin White Dude, starring your favorites, Will and Andy. This has been our production. We welcome you to it. Enjoy it. Don't. Whatever. We don't care. We love it. Good night. Good luck. Pieces of shit. Bye. Bye-bye.